Happy New Year. Welcome to Cutting Room Convos. What better way to start off the new year by talking for a few minutes about a movie we saw and talk about other movies we look forward to seeing in the new year. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm so ready. New yes. year, new movies. Yes. <laughs> Same old me. Oh, yeah. Continuing with the horror life. Um, <laughs> so, well, we'll just go over the movie we saw sort of recently really quick yeah let's um, start with that let's start with a movie review of wendell and wild that came out on netflix like what two three months ago yeah and we were kind of excited <laughs> to watch this one and i think we mentioned it in a previous episode yes because of the director correct director producer whatever so. the fuck they're called for well, animated movies well it was the combined work of tim burton and uh jordan peele like Whoever thought that you would hear those two names Directed together? Directed by Henry Selleck, who also sounds kind of familiar. Henry Selleck, yes. Oh, ah. there you go. Coraline, Nightmare Before Christmas, James and the Giant Peach. That makes a That's lot of connection. sense. Okay. That's pretty oh, cool. wow. The air conditioner decided to turn off. Oh, great. So I probably sound ten times louder. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so this was um, like a very new uh, work, honestly, and... Of course, Key and Peel, you know, got to bring that duo back again. And honestly, they were kind of what made the movie, in my opinion. Um, but um, yeah, Wendell and Wilde, there's, uh, I forgot the girl's name. Uh, what was the girl's main name? Uh, uh, whatever, you can look it up. Um, <laughs> Can you tell it's been a minute since we've actually watched this movie? It has but been we did want to talk about it because of the, you know, origins of it kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, so like, um, st it starts this uh, girl who loses her parents at a very young age, uh, and she becomes, you know, a delinquent and goes into this um, boarding school, like this all-girls boarding school, and she goes on this sort of uh, mission to bring her parents back from the dead. Um, by hiring, sort of hiring, these two demons named Wendell and Wild, oddly enough. And obviously, they're played by Key and Peele. Cat. Um, she goes by Cat. Cat. Okay. I, I probably should have figured that. Um, kind of. Remember? Because she's like, don't call me KK. KK. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> it's all coming back to me. A little bit. Like Boomerang, that one channel that oh, has... God, no. The Jetsons and Pink Panther. Oh my god. We're not even that old. <laughs> no. Apparently Tom and Jerry's on there now, too. Tom and Jerry, that's old. It's old now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's old. It's older than us. I think that's older than us. Sorry, continue. So, Wendell and Wild. Um, yes, so she goes to this boarding school. She uh, tries to bring her parents back from the dead. She has succeeded, um, although Wendell and Wild kind of tricked her into selling her soul, basically. Um, I, I guess it was for Wendell and Wilde to get their freedom because they're trapped by their father. Mm -hmm. They're pun punished by their father. Also creatively trapped because they have lots of ideas that their father won't listen to. Oh, yes. <laughs> and as well as, like, speaking of creative, like, how Wendell and Wilde were punished where they were in that setting, it was, like, what, on... Well, that demon's name, I forgot his name, but they were on Buffalo his... Buffalo Belzer, is that him? Buffalo Belzer, yes. They were on his head, uh, creating strands of hair. <laughs> yeah, with their magic magic hair cream. Yes, which, what was it that, that did? It brought people back to life, right? Yeah, it ended up, yeah. Mm. Okay, so Not now... only great for bringing hair follicles <laughs> back to life, but also... Human beings. Human beings. <laughs> For a period of time, which we find out later. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. <laughs> so, and in the meantime, there's also this, um, like this, uh, this fight uh, to prevent uh, destruction of, um, what was it? Like a, it was like an abandoned business or something. They're trying to yeah. build a prison. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. So they they were trying to... Um, to fight that, you know, petition, whatever. Um, so they bring in a lot of, you know, like, social justice and, you know, uh, transgender awareness. We, we forgot about the character Raul. We like, didn't forget. It should well, have been its own topic. We can talk about that later. Well, we could. Um, 
But yeah, um, I don't really know what else to say about this movie, so. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. Okay, first of all, I, did you like it? I liked it. I liked it too, and I wouldn't mind watching it again. Yeah. It was really hard to get into for the first five minutes because it starts off with, like, gross. It starts off pretty gross, you know, hair, scalp, boogers, mm. like. Oh, gross. A worm and an apple. <laughs> like, it's just, uh, 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 you know, not my vibe, but mm. if you think about the previous things that um, this uh, director dude has done, I forgot his name already, and I literally just saw it. Henry, Henry Selleck, yeah. You look at the previous things he's done, it's always been a little off-putting, like nothing that's, um, uh, nothing that's normal, more like, like, makes your stomach flip a little bit sometimes, or like, that's just weird kind of things. Right. Like, even, even if you think about Coraline and the character YB, how his neck was always crooked a little bit. Ooh. It's just off. Everything is just a little bit off. Yeah. So, I think it, they did a really good job of bringing that into it, but that also almost turned me away when we started watching it. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, the, our main character, Kat, who we meet as a child with lo- alive parents. Yes. Um, and we see, you know, how much that she's loved and how, how many aspirations and goals the parents have. Mm-hmm. All changed when she bites into a candy apple, gets a worm. Mm-hmm. And has, and by distracting her parents, makes them drive off a bridge. Which, how many movies have we seen that in? Oh, yeah. Like, too many. <laughs> Multiple movies. Lots of movies. And we, mm-hmm. who else? Um, Beetlejuice, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Oh, that's just unfortunate. <laughs> um, there's definitely a lot of drive-off bridges movies. <laughs> this sounds terrible to me. <laughs> It does. It's a pretty gruesome start to the movie. Yeah, seriously. Um, also, that uh, girl holding the candy apple, doesn't that remind you of another movie? No. Um, Us. Oh, my God. Yeah, especially with the carnival right by the beach. Like, there I wonder if go. that's some part of, like, Jordan Peele's childhood or something that he keeps putting that in places. Right? Does he like candy apples? <laughs> I don't know, man, but I want to watch Us again. Yes. So, yeah, I thought that was cool. And apparently there was another Easter egg with... Um, uh, Jack Skellington in that beginning scene at the carnival. Apparently, the when Cap was a kid, she was holding something with Jack Skellington's face on it or something. Mm, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that again. I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So that's so the way that it starts off with the two demons is kind of gross, and their story is kind of like I didn't really catch on until after a while, but. Mm. Kat's story, that's what kind of drew me into the movie because I was like, dang, she already, she's freaking, how old was she, like seven, maybe? I don't know. Probably. And and her parents just died and she thinks it's her fault. Oh. The worst is that, like, she's the only one that survived mm-hmm. swimming out of the car. Yeah, no. Um, but then, uh, also when they fast forwarded to um, her ride to that boarding school and they showed her parents' business... That was like mm-hmm. all you know abandoned and just dis- destroyed practically. It was it was burned down, wasn't it, or something? Yeah, yeah. There was a big fire after the parents died, and you know that people had suspicions about that fire and like who started it and like. Uh huh. Come here. Podcast pup. Here comes podcast pup. <laughs> He's making me nervous sniffing around. I'm gonna hold on to him so that I can keep an eye on him. Oh, sorry. Um. Yeah. Uh. Oh. I also kind of liked the, um, let me call them the triplets, the, the three girls in the boarding school. They, they seemed too chipper at first, but then, like, I, I thought at first they were going to be like, oh my god, they're going to talk shit, they're going to be little bitches, but no, they were actually trying their best to befriend Cat and everything, and in the end, they were actually being very helpful, uh, mm-hmm. you know, taking down the whole demolishing plan and shit. Near the end. So. Yeah, they weren't really mean girls. They were more just like personality personality clashes. Oh my god. Yeah, because yes. Kat's kind of like reserved and quiet and like, don't call me KK. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not here to make friends and have fun. But they were like, hey, like student council president here. Doesn't that remind you of Wednesday? Was, but... Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I love so, Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday was great. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, also, the, the way... Uh, father best had passed the uh the father of who ran the whole boarding school and was also kind of doing some yeah. shady business mm-hmm. on the side 
<laughs> he was collect. He was keep. Oh my god. He was taking money from the bad guys to keep his school open. Mm-hmm. He was taking um, second chance kids, I guess, whatever they called them, ju- oh. doobie kids, so that they can get funding. Like so, his intentions weren't pure at all. No, no, they weren't. He, they were all kind of in self interest. Even when he comes back as like a. Uh, undead, <laughs> and I feel like I got back problems watching him after. Oh, he I came know, back. with the freaking head like down to his chest, and the fact that they disguised his hunchback with the, with um, what what the is pope it called? Hat or whatever. The it's pope. called the shit. There's a word for it. Oh, there is, isn't there? The pointy paper hat, <laughs> not chef's. <laughs> it's similar to a chef's hat. Oh man! The higher the hat, the closer to God, I guess. Right. <laughs> oh God. Um. So, yeah, and then, oh, we can't forget uh, the character um, Angela Bassett plays, mm-hmm. Sister Helly. A very okay. um, interesting name choice, oddly enough. Because <laughs> um, Sister Helly, uh, who was one of the teachers in the school, had the same curse that Kat ended up having mm-hmm. when she summoned Wendell and Wilde. Um, so I guess they had, like, these similar powers or something, but Sister Helly was able to control them. So she had to get Kat, like, I guess, to control her demons and, you know, fight away at her past, I guess. Yeah, basically her own shadow work. Yeah. Trying to, like, reflect on, on her traumatic past and understand that things happen and it's not her fault and she's able to move on from that, which I think is a pretty good message to the movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it provided a great visual, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, um... Oh, for sure, when they went into that room. Oh, it was, uh, dramatic, it was poetic, it was... Mm-hmm. She definitely took control, and then, like, even if, even, even the symbolism of after her confronting her trauma and confronting her blame on herself, behind all of that big monster was literally just a crying young girl, and it was literally her trying to, like, heal, and mm. she couldn't because of all the blame that she was putting on herself. Man... That was so good. <laughs> yeah, see, so it's not, it's, it has, or, or we're just fucking reaching at straws again because it's Jordan Peele and, you know, we make meaning with all his shit, but. And probably a bit of favoritism too. <laughs> he could probably shit and I'd be like, mm, yes, I get it. It's a fucking eagle <laughs> representation of, I don't even. <laughs> oh no. Oh, God. I was trying to go chronologically, um, but we skipped to talking about characters, which is fine. Um, mm. But I did want to talk about that teddy bear. Teddy bear? Was it a teddy bear or a doll? So sure. Sister Helly had kept this little teddy bear doll thing in her drawer that oh. belonged to the janitor. And the janitor, who was um, a, he who was a wheelchair user, um, mm-hmm. but he collected demons. Mm-hmm. So the doll kind of let him know when demons were around. And because Sister Helly took it from him, he wasn't able to help initially when Cat found the doll. Uh-huh. But they kind of painted him to be like, maybe this is the bad guy because... Because of how creepy he was. He was so creepy. He was creepy. <laughs> but he could have helped if Sister Helly hadn't kept the doll from him. Right. The yeah. bear? Was it a bear? I, ooh, I, I think it, it was. Bears. It might have been. <laughs> but he did happen to be helpful near the end when um, Wendell and Wilde's dad came up through the Earth's surface and was about to unleash hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And oh, yeah, he's like, I got all your kids. <laughs> right. He happened to, co- the demons he happened to collect were uh, Belzer's kids. I was like, oh, okay. And and there was like a short reunion there, a weird bit of closure. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. <laughs> Every, everybody gets that, I guess. Yeah, when, when Kat found that teddy bear, um, she needed a witness in order to summon. And that's how Raul got um, roped into everything. Oh, Raul. And Raul as a character was amazing to me. Oh, I love Raul. <laughs> so so it was an all-girls school, but Raul um, was a transgender boy mm-hmm. who um, didn't wear the same uh, uniform um, oh, yeah. and was kind of an outcast, kind of outcasted from the other people. Yeah. But I think it might have been Raul's choice. Mm. It didn't feel like they were, like, you know, being mean to him. It was just... It's kind of, I don't know. His choice? Yeah. And they, they made Raul, well, obviously they made Raul uh, Hispanic, even though I don't think Raul was played by a Hispanic person, but... but uh, Raul was played by... Hold on. 
I gotta look it up. <laughs> I don't think so, actually. I think they're from... Uh, it doesn't say. From the other side of the pond. <laughs> Let me check, though. I don't... How do I check this? San Zalea? Zalea? You can keep talking. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know what else to say about the movie. I guess. Talk about how Raul helped. Uh, oh, God. How did Raul help? This has been a while since I've seen this movie. This wasn't from that help. Really? You don't remember? This is why I couldn't talk about this movie so much. <laughs> uh, Raul ended up getting not only roped in with Cat and summoning the demons, but then got roped in with the demons and started working for the demons. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, at some point. Um, digging up graves for them so that they can resurrect the council. Oh, that's right. The council was trying to be resurrected. Oh my god. The demons were trying to resurrect the council so that the council could vote for the prison. Mm. And the reason they were doing that was because the prison people were giving Wendell and Wilde's money to make their own carnival. Right. So it's just this whole big cycle of greed. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. And then at one point, uh, Raul was able to get free and um, awaken Kat's parents, right? Because Kat was in trouble at that time. Hmm? Isn't that what happened? I didn't hear you because I was trying to read about... <laughs> I was trying to read if Sam Zalea is Hispanic, okay? Mm. That um, Raul at one time was able to distract Wendelin Wilde. So that he could go and wake up Kat's parents with that cream thing. Mm-hmm. All the articles are about them being transgender, but not... Oh, wait, right there. Yeah, okay. Raul is voiced by Sam Zalea, Hispanic trans actor. Okay. Okay, Fine. Then. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that works. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, okay, well, when she gets her parents back, the parents are kind of like, what the heck are we doing here? Like... Mm. We'll help you out, but you have to learn how to let go. And after she faces her trauma, she kind of does realize mm -hmm. that she doesn't need to go back to the life that she had because she can move on from the life that she got. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, there was yeah. lots of little messages that you could probably, <laughs> that I could probably pull from my ass out of this movie. <laughs> Um, like the two, like Wendell and Wilde's, um, finally standing up to their dad and saying like, this is our artistic vision and we would like a say. Oh my god, that's true. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, oh, um, I can't even pronounce the, the one that looked like Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Shaban? 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 I've seen this name over and over again and I still don't know how to pronounce it. Sioban. Sioban. Uh, like, I don't Chauvin, know how it's that way. And then I know! <laughs> anyway, she looked like fucking Nicki Minaj with a blonde wig. For real. But, <laughs> but, like, she also found the message that, like, her parents, even though she looked up to them and they were like... I'm so sorry. I thought I saw something. Oh, my God. Um, even though she looked up to them and thought that they were, like, you know, um, doing good for the world, she kind of realized that they had also greedy intentions. Mm -hmm. um, that the prisons weren't what they were saying that they would be... Um, so she ended yeah. up standing up to her parents, too. That's good, yeah. It's a lot about finding yourself and reflecting on yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's it's kind of a kid's movie, but can also be watched by adults, and like messages can be taken from it as well. Absolutely. I don't have anything else to say about it. <laughs> Unfortunately, because it was a shorter movie to me, I don't even know how long it was, but it felt short because it spanned, what, like a couple days? Yeah. Maybe. I think it did. <laughs> Maybe shorter. Probably. It but, was a very short movie. Yeah, but I would watch it again. Mm-hmm. Same here. And I'm sure it's still on Netflix. It so. probably still is on Netflix. And I'll probably watch it again. Yes. To see if it was a teddy bear or a doll. <laughs> Maybe it was a teddy bear wearing a fucking dress. I, I, Maybe it was. I, for some reason, I just keep thinking scrump in my head from Lilo and Stitch. I want a scrump tattoo. <laughs> Although I can never remember the name. You know, I'm always like, that fucking doll that Lilo carries around. <laughs> the one with, what, eggs in its brain or something? What, what, did, the, what did she say that uh, Scrum uh, had in its brain? I don't know. I don't remember, but I know, wasn't it like rocks or something? Oh, I don't probably. Remember. <laughs> you see, okay, we'll watch Lilo and Stitch, and then we'll watch Wendell and Wilde, and then what other two people? Oh. And <laughs> Wendell and Wilde, Lilo and Stitch. Oh, we could go on. Uh, but we shan't because we have another topic to talk about in this coming new year. Yes. But first, a message from our sponsor. 
I've never said that before in this podcast, but it kind of feels right. Might as well include elevator music. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> so, Don't touch that dial. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. So, uh, let's get down oh, to business. Oh, my God. <laughs> my chest hurts. Let's get down to... Um, 2023 horror movies this year there have been a lot that I have been hearing about and just following on social media about like crazy and I just cannot wait to see these movies let's start with Megan since we are recording the day before it comes out in theaters um (laughs) before it comes out in theaters um and I want to see this one I know that this storyline is kind of similar to the remake of Child's Play. Um, seems kind of copycatish, but it is from the makers of Insidious and The Black Phone, which, of course, both movies I really liked. Insidious I loved. So I think I have hopes for this one. Um, I know that the Child's Play remake, it wasn't, you know, what most of us probably expected, uh, you know, compared to the original where it's more demonic, uh, doll slasher movie. Um, but instead it's, this is where like a, a doll is kind of malfunctioning, kind of going overboard on its objectives and then ends up killing. Objective. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> D- that was a Wally Directive. Thank you. <laughs> Yes. Um, But yeah, I I feel like since this is a character of their own, they can make it a storyline of their own. I think this could be made better, in my opinion. So when this, when these uh, trailers first started popping out, like the teaser trailer was fucking Megan dancing (laughs) and it was so stupid that I kept watching it, and that was the best marketing technique they could ever think of. I was like, what the hell is this? It's horror movie, but she's doing the hokey pokey. Like, I cannot understand why they went that way, but it worked. Because then when the next trailer came out, which had a little bit more, including the nice little dance scene, I watched it. And I was like, I mean, I guess it could be good, but it sounds like a ripoff of Chucky. Yeah. Then the next trailer came out and it just popped up in front of a YouTube video that I was watching, probably K-pop or something, whatever. <laughs> but it came on and, and since the trailer started playing and I was already invested in her hokey pokey dance, it's not the hokey pokey. I just don't know what else to call it. <laughs> um, it body roll, her, body her, roll. And then what are she squiggle, 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 squiggle. <laughs> and then like, let me do a no hand in a cartwheel and then touch the wall. Oh my god, yeah, the kick. <laughs> and then the the Dolls Kill song playing in the background that gets in my head every time I watch this trailer. Oh my god. It sounds Dolls like... Dolls Kill, don't provoke us or we will. It kind of gives, like, 2010s vibes, like, that's the music That's because that's style. when that lady started, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. You know she's related to Bretman Rock? I could be wrong. Huh? <laughs> the girl who sings the Dolls Kill song. Anyways, no okay. <laughs> so... Yeah, so then I watched it, and and at first I was like, okay, I see what's happening, I understand, I kind of want to watch it now, and then she got in a fucking Porsche and drove away, and I lost it, I literally cracked up laughing, I was alone in the living room (laughs) on my phone, laughing my ass off, because this freaking seven-year-old looking ass AI robot thing was driving into a butterfly door Porsche, (laughs) I could not understand what was happening, and it sucks it sucks that everything is so stupid and I want to watch it. Yeah. I want to watch it. Oh, man. But and why? like It's so stupid. And, like, with the other marketing techniques, like, I've been seeing them all around New York, actually. Like, first in the subway, they were calling out Scream movies and Ghostface saying, hey, we're, we're ready for you, and they're all riding in the subway. Uh, they were also doing the dance at uh, the Empire State Building, that uh, outside area that's gated. They were dancing outside in that area. I was like, what? <laughs> What's going on? Oh, yeah. I sent you those reels with <laughs> a bunch of Megans just squiggle legging. I don't know what to call <laughs> Like, what is that? What? <laughs> if you guys haven't seen the trailer by now, like, 
Like, you're living under a rock because that thing is everywhere for me. Oh my god, for and real. And it might just be the algorithm because I keep watching that stupid thing. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. When you think about it, like if if you watch it in a certain way, you get kind of creeped out. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I kind of do. So I'm just like, huh. <laughs> I kind of want to see. Yeah. And like the um, the girl who stars in it with, with Megan, um, the protagonist, I guess you could say, she was also in the black phone. She played the sister who had the um, uh, what what would you call it? Um, the the visions or um, clairvoyance abilities or whatever. Yeah, that. She stars in the movie, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm thinking. Remember, we were talking about how she we pff. fan club presidents. <laughs> Honestly, I love the shit out of her. She could also shit right next to Jordan Peele's shit, and I'll be like, damn, how did she do that? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, true. Um <laughs> But yeah, and that's also a, a selling factor for this movie, I think. Oh yes. So I'm I'm excited. We're whenever we get to see it, I cannot wait. So Oh my god, the plot twist is that she's the one that's controlling Megan. <gasps> Dude, you can't have an actress like that and just have her be a timid ass bitch. Oh man. She, she was amazing in the black phone. She was tough. She was tough. She was tough. Ooh, I'm calling it now. <laughs> Somebody put money on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> we can't watch it when it comes out, unfortunately, but we will yeah. this weekend. Hopefully. <laughs> um, I will kidnap you and take you to watch it with me. Yay. <laughs> um, so, next one. I don't. I didn't see when exactly this one was coming out, but... Knock at the Cabin. Um, Jenny, I showed you, I, well, I sent you a trailer for it a while back when it first came out. But it's uh, M. Night Sh- Shyamalan. Sh- Sh- how do you pronounce it again? Shyamalan. Shyamalan. I'm never going to remember that. I know. Um, remember the first time we did an M. Night Shyamalan movie and we were just like, Shyamalan. <laughs> because we're trying to sound it out just like Seo Bahan. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce names when they're written. Especially... <sighs> Oh my gosh, especially names with too many consonants. Yes. Oh, God. My name is Jenny. That's pretty easy to say. <laughs> oh, goodness. But, um, yes, he's uh, bringing out another movie again mm-hmm. this year called Knock at the Cabin. And let me tell you, <clears throat> if you would have told last year me that Ron Weasley and Drax were going to be in the same movie mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. I would have said, you crazy. Okay. But they are. <laughs> yeah, okay. I remember now. So, yeah, so I basically... I anything about that recently. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I, I think more of it is going to come out. I think there's going to be more of an in-depth trailer, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the trailer that I saw, it was um, uh, a little girl and her parents, a gay couple, and they're vacationing in a cabin, and all of a sudden, these four people come in, and they uh, uh, take them hostage. Mm-hmm. But they believe it's... Uh, for the greater good, basically. Like, otherwise, the world will end if they don't. Yeah, it's, uh... And, and, and but Dave Batista is, like, the spokesperson, apparently, out of the group. But he's... As much of a big, strong guy he is, he's not being... Well, at least from what the trailer gives off, he's not being very, like, you know, loud and in your face. He's... He's not being Drax about it. He's being fucking... Vin Diesel pacifier about it? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Gentle Giants. The Rock Kinda. always has a daughter in every movie. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, he like, he comes Does he have in a daughter like, in real life? I actually don't know. <laughs> I can hear Paco drinking his water and it's grossing me out. Please excuse the podcast pup. He is thirsty. Um, but yeah, like he just sounds more like, you know, just very cautious and kind of timid in a way. Just like... Oh, please know that we have no choice but to do this. And it's just very uh Does it draw you intense. in or does it make you go like, what the fuck? I'm, oh, what the fuck? I'm in. <laughs> like, 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 that, like, that's me. Yeah, okay, I get it. I can see that. I understand. Like, I'm just like, how is this going to work? But I, I, I think the parents will fight back or they'll try at least. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I'm interested. How was old? Did did was old by M Night Shyamalan? Was that received well? You know, I don't remember how it was received because I don't think I would watch it again. 
I still think about it sometimes, and I'm not really proud of it. <laughs> I, I liked it when I was watching it, but it doesn't feel like one that I can watch many times. Yeah, like, that movie is the definition of an emotional roller coaster ride. Like, you will feel confused throughout, happy one minute, terribly sad the next, and just angry with yourself. I don't even know. But, yeah, that one was, whew, that was an intense movie. But hopefully Knock at the Cabin won't be as intense, but uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like M. Night Shyamalan and Jordan Peele are similar in the way that they make you think. Mm. Yes. Um, and then they think about scenarios that we wouldn't normally. Like, their brainwaves are similar in that way. Yes. Oh, my God. I think we mentioned that before in one of the oh, Jordan Peele episodes. Yeah. Did I? We, I think we both I did. I both probably. <laughs> Everyone. Did I, did I, did I, did I, did I, It's just... Do. <laughs> it's just uh, Jordan Peele's uh, got more, I guess... Um, uh, attention because of the music he incorporates, the actors that he includes, you know, it, it probably just gets more noticeable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, can't wait to see. Uh, this dog is staring at you. Oh, well, now me. Oh, geez. Baco, you don't need to be creepy right now. It's okay. Um, uh, oh. <laughs> Podcast pup wants to get on uh, Jenny's lap over here. All right, Paco, come here. <laughs> um, so a next okay, movie. Heavy. You're so tiny, but you're heavy. <laughs> next movie I want to talk about, Insidious, Fear the Dark. So that one's going to be the fifth installment of the Insidious franchise. And I have recently learned that all five Insidious movies are connected. Like, uh, you know, Fast okay. and Furious sort of thing. I haven't seen all of them, so. Neither have I. But, but we should. Let's do it. Tomorrow. I, <laughs> let's do it Saturday. Let's go. Um, but yeah, the fifth movie I definitely want to see, which will then require me to see the fourth movie, which I didn't initially want to see. But the reason why I want to see the fifth movie is because this particular movie takes place after Insidious Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. And it focuses back on the family of... Uh, of Dalton, uh, um, I forgot their last names. I don't think they ever said their last names. Lamberts. Whoa, how do you remember that, but you didn't remember what Raul did in Wendell and Wild? I get, you know, I have seen the Insidious movies for like 10 years, so that's sure. uh, core memories right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it focuses back on the Lambert family, and it's like, what, 10 to 12 years after that incident, and something happens, I don't know what. But Patrick Wilson is going to be directing this movie. So I think. Oh, okay. Yes. So that's why I'm very interested in this one. I am. It makes me less interested. Really? Knowing that an actor is trying to. (laughs) I mean, true. And I'm not, I don't mean like trying to. And I I get it that like actors have been in the industry long enough to understand the patterns and how it is. And they have their own ideas, of course. Mm -hmm. They're not just people that are given a script and are stupid. Some Some of them actually have ideas. Yes, for sure. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I'm interested because of that, and also because obviously they're going to bring back, from what I hear, the original actors um, of the Lambert characters and such. So that will be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's still a a date that has or a date a date hasn't been set yet, but. Um, in the meantime, we'll catch ourselves up on the other Insidious movies. Yeah, let's do that, for I'll, sure. I'll sit through the fourth one. I, I haven't heard the reviews for the fourth one. It just didn't interest me. Are you um, going to fall asleep? Probably. I hope not. <laughs> do the thing where you tape, tape your eyes open. Dude, my voice is like extra deep this in this episode because I know that I'm like falling asleep. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so moving on to The Exorcist. I cannot wait to see this one, Jenny. I know. Yeah. I can wait. I know In you can keep it. <laughs> I know you haven't seen the original one, and, and I won't make you watch it, but the new one I have to see. Um, there isn't a lot of details on the storyline yet. Um, according to IMDb, it's going to be the same as the original, um, but I know that 
the woman who played the mother in the original movie is going to be in this new installment, Mm -hmm. as well as Leslie Odom Jr. Oh, no way. He's on the cast list for this movie. Love that guy. He replied to one of my tweets once. Yes, that is awesome. Oh, my God. (laughs) One of three. One of three actors. I'm going to brag. Yes. The other one, I forgot her name. Oh. Whoops. I love her, though. Oh, my God. She's the girl from... On my blog. Shit, oh, what's her name? Oh, Just, um, uh, Jessica Marie. Shit. Oh, oh, you're talking about the one who played Jasmine. Yes. Mmm, I forgot her name. And also Mitchell Musso. <laughs> oh my god. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm famous. They all liked my tweets. Famous by association. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's all I know about it. And I know that Jossie and I talked about uh, this movie coming out and how we want to see it and what we'd like to expect from it, but I honestly don't know what to expect except, um, like, I wonder what kind of effects will be used in the movie mm-hmm. because practical, more practical effects were used in the original, which I felt was more authentic in a way yeah, and provided more of that scary setting. Um, you want to know what I think about that? You want to know what I think? Of, okay. Mm-hmm. I am a firm believer in things that you make with your hands have your energy put into them. Mm. When you see like a badass looking set or amazing prosthetics, mm. someone's used their own energy and time to make that tedious ass effort and i'm not saying i'm not bashing on cgi i'm not saying that it's not hard work because i totally get it that can be hard work oh, absolutely but there's something about manipulating with your energy an item that can become something else oh when you say it like that mm-hmm. i'm 100 percent on it like that mm-hmm. makes total sense and it could also be because i have a whole ass studio behind me <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true and like um i wish i could remember the name of uh the makeup artist uh, for The Exorcist, when he did Reagan, he did a hell of a job, man. Like, no pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that is, like, the scariest thing you ever see in your life. And it's amazing what, like, I think I said this before in one of the past episodes, it's amazing what you can do with a simple color or adding a scratch here on the face. Mm Mm-hmm you know, discoloration on the teeth, fake vomit, everything. Ew, You what? put it all together. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it makes the scariest thing. It makes the ultimate artwork. And I hope that they can bring something like that into the new movie. Mm-hmm. Because I know that a lot of CGI can be used in a lot of movies now, despite what genre it is. And uh, I, I think that if they do CGI in this one they won't be able to fill those shoes. Yeah, it'll start to feel like a paranormal movie rather than a possession movie. Mm-hmm, and, and I don't think it'll be as in-your-face as as scary. And I really hope that they get really scary with this one. I, I want to go home crying when I see this movie. I... <laughs> and that's saying something. Well, you can go with Jossie. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Do you think Jossie can be summoned if I say her name three times like Beetlejuice? (laughs) Jossie, Jossie, Jossie. Maybe she'll text you. (laughs) Jossie, text me right now. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, Okay, so then there are like two more movies that I want to like just talk about real quick. Well, it doesn't have to be quick. We still got 20 minutes to film. (laughs) It doesn't have to be 20 minutes, but you know what I mean. Well, it's like two not as serious movies before oh, I talk. Oh about, yeah, okay. Before I talk about. Uh, oh, the movie that will take us seven hours to talk about. Got it. Yes. Okay, go. <laughs> okay, so um, the one non-serious movie I think uh, that is going to be coming out soon, I guess, is called Renfield. So that one's going to be a horror comedy, and so remember uh, those pictures that have gone out of Nicolas Cage dressed as Dracula getting out of his set and shit. Mm-hmm. So this is the movie that he was working on, apparently. Oh, comedy, 2023. Mm-hmm. So Renfield is apparently, like, a, a Dracula's sidekick 
And I guess the story focuses more on him. Um, Dude, this cast. <gasps> Is it people we know? Cast and crew. I have Count looked. Dracula, Nicolas Cage. Uh-huh. Uh, Renfield, Nicholas Holt. You know him. I think I he do. did Warm Bodies. I think he was oh. the main character in Warm Bodies. Oh, no shit. Uh, Rebecca Quincy, Aquafina. Oh, my God, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Teddy Lobo, Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. Which you also know, too. He, he's like, he's this, he plays the same fucking character in every single sitcom he's on. Oh, my um, God, for Parks real? and Rec, I think. I think I remember. Oh, I think I remember him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Adrian Martinez, Brandon Scott Jones, Chris McKay, Robert Kirkman. Whew. Is the producer. And Chris McKay is the director. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And if Aquafina's in it, it's got to be funny. Yeah. She, she's pretty I funny. also love her voice oh, when she's not trying to do a black scent. Fuck that. <laughs> Whoops. I like her natural voice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, true. Yes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought that was interesting to mention. Maybe we'll see it one day. I don't know. But yeah. Eventually, maybe for a boozy bonus or something. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I just I just can't imagine how Nicolas Cage is going to be. I don't know. I can't tell if this is going to be his greatest acting in his element or his absolute worst. <laughs> Either way, he's butt ugly. <laughs> Either way, I'll be scared. <laughs> um, Sorry, Nicolas Cage. You pull all the bitches in these movies. I don't know how. Um, it's like Adam Sandler. He's always got that, like, curvy-ass Latina. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> For real, though. Like... Nicholas. Mm. Nikki. Nope. Nick. <laughs> okay. <sighs> so, next one. I just found this out today. I can't believe this is serious. I, I really can't believe it. It's called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> I'm surprised that you just now saw that. I've never, I, I would have seen this on Twitter. No, Twitter's I, yeah, not posted. I, was, I know, really? I haven't seen anyone I on Twitter post this. keep seeing it. Whoa. But, but if this is the first time you're seeing, I've never seen any trailer or anything for it. Like, I, I just keep seeing the picture and, like, the promotional posters. I googled. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> the trailer? Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, what the fuck? That is messed up. Oh, my God. You couldn't... You could have literally just made it a fucking psychological thriller with Christopher Robin having fucking schizophrenia. Oh, my like, God. Like, literally, that's it. But no, it had to be a teddy bear with a creepy mask holding a sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... Like, I know I was talking about Disney and horror, but this is not what I they had heard in mind. You. They heard me. They heard you. They were like, all right, she wants Disney, she wants horror, Blood and Honey. You got oh, it. that's a cool band name. Blood and Honey. Nope, it sounds like someone's on their period. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And then PMS. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, shit, she's hungry. <laughs> oh, God. I just... I'm going to have to watch the trailer later now. I'm curious, and I'm going to regret it. I'm really... <laughs> yeah. Dude, what if you watch a trailer and you, like, get scared out, like, scared shitless? Oh, God. I can't... I'll never watch Winnie the Pooh again. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the Ticker movie. I cannot. I... Oh, that is just so weird. Like, I didn't even look at the, um, like, the synopsis for it mm-hmm. or anything, like, what the movie is about. Obviously, it's going to be a slasher, like, killing a bunch of teenagers, doing bad shit, and I don't even know if it's gonna even relate He's to gonna fucking poo. kill somebody and be like, oh, Paula. <laughs> oh, <no>. Then <laughs> here comes Piglet cleaning up the mess. Oh, did it, dear. I can't. No. <laughs> why? Why is that even an idea? I don't even know. But yeah, um, we'll we'll see if we want to watch it later on. Maybe when more information <laughs> comes out about it. Cause what the fuck? Wow. Okay. <sighs> On to what? St- <laughs> and I cannot stress this enough. The fuck. <laughs> Woo! All right. So onto seriousness. Onto the most anticipated for our podcast, at least. What started it all. And yes. in the left corner, I feel like I'm <laughs> announcing some shit. 
your 2023 Chicago Bull lineup. Like, what the? <laughs> Scream. Right? Yeah. Okay, good. I was like, if it's not, I don't even know what you're going to <laughs> Yeah, Scream. I, I don't even know how it's properly supposed to be pronounced. Scream because, like, six. Scream vi. Is it? <laughs> Scream. Oh, God. Screevy? <laughs> oh, no. Because I'll admit, like, it was clever the way they showed the title. I at first thought that it was fake mm-hmm. because uh, some people on Twitter were um, talking about how some illegitimate uh, Twitter pages were posting oh. it and they weren't like the most credible sources mm-hmm. or whatever. And not until the trailer for Scream 6 pops up and they show that title, it turns out that those illegitimate sources, quote unquote, were correct. Wow. Um, right. Shady, because what if they're working with them? Uh, right? I, I don't even know. So, I don't even know the way it's properly pronounced, because there's already Scream 2022, a.k.a. Scream 5, 5 Cream, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Five that's Cream. No, I know, because that's what we called it for a while. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Like, is this going to be called Scream 2023? Or are we going to call Scream 6? Scream. Because, you know, technically speaking, the Scream 5 movie, there's no 5 in that title. So, I mean, I guess... So is it Scream (laughs) 2? Right, you know. I guess it's just a a given that we we just assume. We all know it's Scream 5, so this one we'll just call it Scream 6. I'm going to call it Scream 6. Anyway. (laughs) I'm just going to call it the new Scream. The new screen. Oh my god. I am like losing my breath. Um so I saw I I, I mean, did you see the trailer already? Um, it's the shortest fucking thing in the world. It is so short, but it's probably for good reason. After we well, I had I did the thing that I do <laughs> with trailers in general where I space bar it. Space uh, space. Space oh. space. Space space. Yes. Just so I can see every single fucking detail in the entire thing. Yes. And I'm still mad about it because there was too many people and it was way too dark. There was a lot. Yes. How dare you do that to one of the twins? Oh, my God. Yes. I feel like... Mm, I feel like that part could either be something in her head um, while she is in a crowd of people or it could be in a random subway part by herself. Although I, I feel like that's not the most common... I guess when writing a subway in New York, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it was a very short trailer. But, you know, after I had complained about uh, la- the last Scream movies trailer and how it gave away a lot mm-hmm. and it gave a lot of um, uh, misconceptions, mm-hmm. that this time they they kept it vague. Yeah. And I, I think that was a, a good thing that they did because... You- they heard you. They were like, damn, this girl on Cutting Room Compos' podcast said that we're giving away too much in our trailers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only me. Only uh, you. <laughs> um, What's her name? Yeah, Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it, it's okay. Um, but, yeah, I think they, they learned their lesson because they know the Scream fandom. We are on them like flies on shit. Like, we will look into every little thing that they will give out to us and we will throw out many guesses, many predictions, you name it. And a lot of those chances, people will probably be right. Yeah, and And then, like, the question is how do they draw you away from the ones that are right? Right, and and they post their own content and start their own rumors and, and all that shit. So... I, I'm glad that they kept it vague and, and short in this trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did also give a lot of Easter eggs in this one, a lot of references to other horror movies, which I thought was really cool. Because I think only a Scream movie can do that sort of thing. Um, like, they showed the the Babadook. Uh, they showed uh, the character from Ready or Not. But, by the way, this trailer was set on Halloween in New York, so there was a lot of people dressed in different costumes. You saw Jason Voorhees, and you saw, like, maybe four or five different ghost faces in that subway train. Yeah. And, like, that moment, you're just like, oh, shit. 
it kind of, I know how much Scream 6 is giving already a lot of um, reminiscence of Scream 2 um, based off of uh, the types of characters who survived and based off of what we saw in the trailer as well. Um, like the subway part where they showed the multiple ghost faces, that reminded me of um, the Cassandra scene, mm -hmm. uh, that theater scene in mm -hmm. Scream 2, where you saw all the people in different masks, you saw go the real ghost face in there somewhere, and and how it may have been possible that what Sydney saw was inside her own head. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that could have been the same with Mindy. Mindy? Yeah. Why? Since Mindy was the one that was shown in that... Um, not a chokehold, choke but basically. Yeah, by Ghostface. I feel like she may be one of the most traumatized. And we might kind of dive a little bit deep into her uh, mindset a little bit. And I'm glad that they kind of steered away from her, like, being like Randy completely. Like, just to show that she has these feelings other than confidence, you know, and... and knowing her way around a horror movie, things like that. You know, it shows her as a human being. <clears throat> Do you think she's going to die in this movie? I don't want her to. I don't want her to. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay with the other twin going. No offense. I feel like... We uh, already thought he was dead before. We, we, before we he did. thumbs up. Thumb, I, thumbed up. Thumbs, thumbed ups. Yeah. You know what I mean. And, you know, it's strange because with the survivors of Scream 5, they're they are reminiscent of some of the legacy characters. Like Chad, how mm -hmm. he's reminiscent of Dewey. We thought Dewey died in not only the first, but also the second Scream movie. And then here he comes out on a stretcher in the end of the movie, like, hey, I'm okay. I'm doped up, but I'm okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have a limp the next movie that comes and goes throughout the movie. <laughs> Man. Hit a nerve. <clears throat> that only sometimes hurts me. Oh, that poor guy. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Um, and then, what was it? When Mindy survives, it's kind of reminiscent of Randy and kind of reminiscent of Sydney. I can see in a way. So there's that. But Randy dies in the second movie, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And I hope they don't go that route because there's a lot of reminiscence to the second movie that I hope that they don't But she's a lesbian. Follow. I know. She's gonna <laughs> die. I know. That's, it's movie rules. It's a movie rule. It's the gays and the blacks, and she's fucking both. Oh my god. <laughs> she's gonna die. I don't want her to, to die, man, but I feel like. <clears throat> like Dude. If they'll kill Sorry. off one of the twins. I, I think one of the twins will also. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, we got a 50 50 chance. <laughs> Get it? Okay. But no. um, I, I kind of want your theory of her losing her mind to be true because then it also opens the door for her like turning on her friends and being like one of you like untrusting distrusting being like one of you is the ghost face and then starting to kill them but like as herself oh man that like, is we nuts. had that kind of psychological fuck up to like the mix of already somebody disguising themselves mm. like oh. that could add a whole layer oh that'd be crazy man but then would it still be like a scream movie you know what i mean Right. Because the Scream movie is usually a whodunit movie. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's hard. And then, like, in the trailer, you also saw, like, it, it's like a half-second glimpse of um, Hayden Panettiere's hair. Yeah, Kirby. Kirby, yes. So you see that she is on the train with the other survivors, and I'm glad to see that she is, like, a really big part in that movie and not like just an opening kill or something. Ah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I gave her a look because just because that part of the movie was shown to us doesn't mean it's going to be the beginning or the end. We literally watched the Halloween Ends trailer and thought that the whole movie was going to be about Jamie Lee Curtis, so. That is very true. So it could just be the opening scene. Like, they could be the opening scene. It could be a fucking nightmare. It could be a bring it on style nightmare where she has no clothes and pom poms. <laughs> oh god, no. Um, but yeah, I. It's like we 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 should have no expectations, honestly, at this point in the movie because anything could happen. Anything Anything's could fun. happen, and that's what makes it exciting. 
<laughs> Especially so reading all the theories. And people get really in people as in Yasmin gets really <laughs> into it and like you have theories about everything. Oh yeah. Mindy could take a shit and you'd be like, I'm just kidding, I'm not gonna keep talking about taking <laughs> oh, shits. No. And no, I don't have to take a shit, thank you. Flush. Flush. <laughs> um, but I do think because it's bringing a lot of stuff from the second movie, you know, going into college and things like that, they going to bring in the mom this time. You think so? Mama Carpenter, she's coming in this time. How do we know it's in college? Uh, they were talking about it, how Tara's going into college in New York. Um, and happens Why would she do that? I, <laughs> I don't know, but Sam's going with her, holding her hand all the way. Makes sense. <laughs> and then they run into their mom, like, Mom, you've mm. been in New York this whole time. We thought you were dead. Oh, God, I swear if that's what happens, I swear to God. And the mom is fucking J-Lo in her broken-ass fashion, Spanish. No, I... J-Lo, please don't be J-Lo. <laughs> it's not j I hope it's not If it's J-Lo, I will walk out of there. No. Oh, my God. Okay, here's another thing that I think is mm-hmm. going to happen. I think... I think there'll be a post-credit scene with Sydney. Is this a trilogy? Um, it's, apparently it's supposed to be, uh, five, six, seven, a new trilogy. At least that's what I've heard. So yeah. <laughs> so I think maybe an end credit scene. And with uh, kind of a glimpse of Nev Campbell. Yeah, maybe. or maybe just a fucking brown leather jacket. I, honestly, that would be great. And then Neff Campbell could be in the last movie because it would be wonderful. Um, also, I am glad that they're kind of bridging the fourth movie in to this trilogy in a way by including Kirby. But I'd like to think that there would be something more than just including a, a person from the fourth movie just to tie it all in together. I feel like there needs to be something more concrete than that. Mm-hmm. Like, like who... Could the killer be, for instance? Well, you know? I'll tell you something. And this theory has been since the beginning ads of Scream, Five Cream coming out. No. Um, and I love this theory, and I can't take credit for it because it's from the You Run podcast, which you guys can listen to. He's great. Oh. But, um... Oh, shit, what's his name? Wow, why did I just blink? Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. <laughs> the idea that this man survived... That TV, which, yes, it's a brick, and yes, it's terrible, but, like, there's a possibility. There's a possibility that he survived. He has his own little cult of little followers, and all of them are doing the tricks, and that's why there's so many ghost faces on the subway. And that's why the mask is all decrepit, like the Halloween ends Michael Myers mask, because it's a fucking 27-year-old mask. 27? I think Holy so. Holy shit, how old are we? Don't answer that. 25, 26. <laughs> well, Matthew Lillard's character is the mastermind behind all this, and it's not going to be resolved in this movie, and that's why Sydney gets involved in the end credits for the next movie. Ah, oh my god. Well, there's another way. I heard, well, it was like a, an article that I read about a short interview with Emma Roberts. Fucker. <laughs> Talking about it would be cool if she somehow returned. That would be great, because then I'd get another paycheck. <laughs> For real, though. Nothing um, against her. I just didn't like her character in that other movie. <laughs> well, it's funny. Did, did you ever hear about how the original trilogy was supposed to be? Uh, it was supposed to start with Scream 4, and then in Scream 5, Jill survives. Mm. And the story focuses on her. And going to college with Kirby and still, you know, acting as this hero and whatnot. And, but then there's a new ghost face that targets her for being a fraud. But, I mean... And that then, feels messy. Right. And then I forget how the third installment of that trilogy was supposed to be. But apparently, I guess, uh, Jill gets killed off eventually. Good. Um, <laughs> but that's not the case now. So, I mean... Who knows? It, and Jill was saying, or Jill, Emma Roberts was saying how cool it would be if Jill was able to return as being a killer for this movie. And, like, I figured with that in mind and Kirby coming back, if there was at least that sort of connection, I don't know. But <laughs> it would just be cool. Yeah, if- 
But is Emma Roberts um, <laughs> playing an extra in Scream 5? I don't think so. Oh my god. But you know who it is? Would be, oh my god. But it would be cool if they had some sort of a connection to Scream 4 uh, relating to the ghost face killer in Scream 6. Really? Because I think, I think that by having Kirby, that is your connection, and by having Stu, right? Mm-hmm. By having Stu, that'll be your connection to the OGs, because I don't count the fourth as an OG. The fourth is a fucking spinoff to me. It's its own thing mm-hmm. somehow now. It's like we were traveling a road, and then the fourth one happened, and it started like taking an exit. Right. And then that's why we stopped. Yeah. And then they started up again on this same road by connecting all of the past movies. And then they're like, maybe we can tie this one in, like, get back on the highway. <laughs> Tag it along. and Tag it along for now. And Kirby is that linking factor. Hey. And I'm glad she survived because she was a great character. Oh, I'm so glad, too. And honestly, I hope she survives this one. I really do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, please. Um, because, like... You know who I hope doesn't survive? Sorry, continue. Ooh. Keep going. I, oh God, I got so excited. Um, who? Because <laughs> I'd like to think that Kirby, like she kind of represents Sydney in Scream 3, where she is like nowhere to be found, you know, MIA for all these years, and they find her to have her help find the Ghostface killer. Now. Like they did with Dewey? Mm-hmm. Yes. So you see how that ended up for him, though? Eee, oh my god, no. Please. Speaking of Gail. Uh. <laughs> she's the one who I don't want to survive, but I think Courtney Cox has her little... Courtney Cox has made a deal with the devil. How did she get famous? Tell me. Oh god, no. But... Exactly. So, I think... Oh, no. Courtney. This is just Courtney Cox's movies now. I, uh, yeah. In fact, Scream 7... Which we're gonna call Seven Creams. <laughs> oh, no. It's just Courtney Cox as like seven different ghost faces. Good just kidding. Lord. <laughs> I just like I want Gail to to die, but it's her movie now. She is like, I would put her up there with with Sydney in importance now, and like you oh, can't yeah. kill off an important character. No. I mean, we killed off Dewey, but at this point, she'll finally finally be able to have like leading role in this honestly if if scream six is going to go in the route of focusing more on gail Mm -hmm. this is her time to shine this is these are her movies now (laughs) yeah right sorry nev neve no nevi neve nev come back um (laughs) nev come back to me so needless to say i am excited to see this movie me too (laughs) And it's coming in two months. We should we should make a bingo chart. <laughs> oh my god! We should do a bingo chart this time around. <gasps> yes. We'll, oh my god. We'll, take, we'll make excited. it with Jossie, and then we'll go. Um and and Jr. Since he went with us last time. Yes. How the fuck are we gonna play it? <laughs> well, you make your bingo card uh-huh. up until the day of release, and you fill the squares with every anything that you think is going to happen. Uh huh. You know, it could be something like. Mindy is wearing a gay pin. Some sort all of the rainbow. Way, yeah, or all the way down to like Matthew Lillard is in this movie. And then we get a free space in the middle. And then as we're watching, we check them off if they Damn. happen. And then whoever gets the most checkoffs or whoever makes a bingo, everyone oh owes God. them six creams. I don't know. Good Lord. Uh, six ice creams. Where is your brain? Jesus. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, but seriously, though, how are we going to play it in the theater? In the dark you can't see you can't see in the dark yeah but you gotta put like little tokens on your thing no you could you never played old people bingo where they just stamp them oh my god (laughs) i've never played old people bingo i just assume from the tv movies or like i guess exit out or something i yeah something like that (laughs) well on that happy note i know there's a lot of um a lot of other 2023 movies coming out but i didn't mention them because there are a lot of originals uh, related to them that I mm-hmm. haven't seen, yeah. such as Evil Dead. I oh know. yeah, I saw. Yeah, Evil Dead Rises. Mm-hmm. The the cover work looks creepy. Mm-hmm. Oh god, it looks so creepy. But I have to see the other Evil Dead movies first. Did you send it to me? I don't think so. The one that says like, like um, oh, shit. What was it? Mom would kill for you or some shit. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Yeah, that's the one. But Mother yeah, Mother Pilfrey. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, see the other movies first, but um, oh my god, I'm blanking. I was literally looking at a list of 2023 movies, and that's fine. But yeah, that's okay. Um, so thank you for joining us on this boozy bonus, guys. Um, and we hope that you are having a great start to your new year. And if you haven't already, last year, go ahead and follow us on our Twitter page uh, at Convo's Room. Mm-hmm. It would be titled The Cutting Room Convo's Podcast. Same for our Facebook page and our Instagram page. Go ahead and follow us. And you can go ahead and listen to any of our past episodes from this past season as well as the past four seasons. Um, and we will see you guys next time. I'm Yasmin. I'm Jenny. And I'll be right back. Bye.